Hey everybody, how y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Everybody's Homegirl Podcast with me, your favorite homegirl, Tracy Cass. Today I have Daisha and Joe Washington, newlyweds and rising social media influencers. Daisha and Joe talk about finding love in unexpected places, building a healthy long-distance relationship, and sharing it all on Instagram and TikTok. Stay tuned and enjoy. At the end of the show, I asked Daisha and Joe which one of them was the better cook. And that made me think of a story in my family the legend of the golden chicken, the golden fried chicken. People often ask me if I can cook. The quick answer is no. That's the easy answer. But the real answer is that I can cook, but I cook the things that I like. Easy stuff. Burgers, spaghetti, catfish, meatloaf, peach cobbler, sweet potato pie. If I like it, I usually learn to make it. If I don't like it, I really don't care to learn. I know that's bad. However, I developed this habit from watching my mother cook. Although she had four daughters, my mother wasn't the greatest cook. She could barbecue though. She was fire on the pit. And she made meals that my granny didn't really cook, like spaghetti, burgers, tuna salad, you know, fun stuff, stuff that she liked. The harder stuff my granny was clutch with, like fried chicken, beef tips, oxtails, all of the soul food. For that, we could count on my grandmother, Sarah Cass. But my mama, not so much. And my uncles never let my mama forget it. Pet cooking, oh shit. You have to have thick skin in my family. But one day, my mama decided to cook fried chicken. Another characteristic I got from my mama is she has the spirit of, I can show you better than I can tell you. Having been told time and again what a horrible cook she was, Pat Cass said to herself, I can show them better than I can tell them. And thus, the legend of the golden fried chicken begins. One night, my mother served up a batch of chicken fried to perfection. It was crispy and golden. Had the whole house smelling good. So the legend has it that when my mother finished the chicken, my Uncle Billy ate a piece, testifying to its greatness. Damn, Pat, this tastes pretty good. Pat Cass was all smiles. I told you niggas I could cook. At this point, Granny walks in. I guess from church because, to my recollection, she was already retired. She asked, what y'all eating? Now here's where the story gets sketchy. Everyone testifies to my mama's crispy, delicious, golden fried chicken. And my granny responds, how you fry chicken and we don't have no flour? My mother decides to hit my granny with the ace of spades by responding, we had flour. It was in the cabinet in a brown paper sack. 
Sarah Cass, being the OG cook that she was, needed proof. So she walks over to the cabinet to verify proof of flour that she already knew we didn't have. Granny walks over to the cabinet to open the door to check out this quote-unquote flower. Meanwhile, we are all standing there spellbound, waiting for the results, and to bite into this delicious chicken that Billy had already told us was great. Granny looks at, at the unmarked paper sack and turns around and hits my mother with the joker. Girl, that's not flour. That's carpet cleaner. You done fried this damn chicken in carpet shampoo. <laughs> Apparently, one of my granny's friends brought her the carpet shampoo in a brown paper bag and she stored it in the cabinet so she we wouldn't get to it and she could use it at a later date. Now, I can't recall exactly what happened with Billy. Phrases like drink milk to coat your stomach or go vomit to clean out your system come to mind. I called my sister up just to double check, but she couldn't remember. What we both remember, however, is that my uncles never let my mother live that shit down. Man, y'all remember that time Pat fried that chicken? That shit was so goddamn good. <laughs> this is the one time that I can show you better than I can tell you did not work in my mother's favor. And that, my friends, is how the legend of the golden fried chicken began at 912 East Ramsey. Your Southside Chronicle for the week. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. How y'all doing? Good. How about you? Good. I'm excited. I know. <laughs> I'm excited to have you on the show. How was your week? Week was good. Um, we're in preparation of getting ready to take my baby to college. Oh. So it's been so stressful. Yes. So eight, we got like eight days. Yeah, eight days. She starts on the 16th? She starts on the 17th. Okay. We, we will fly down on the 9th. Yes, but it's going to be all worth it. It's going yeah. by fast, those four years. That's yeah. exciting. Listen, I guess I need to get to this part of how who my guests are and how I know you. My <laughs> guests on the show today are Daisha and Joe Washington. You know, I still want to say Williams. <laughs> no, actually, I am. I'm hyphenated. It's Williams, I, Washington. Williams, Washington. I had opposed that at first. I you opposed like, it. Right. You had to go and give me a happy wife. We good, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Liz, I have known Daisha since she was 18 years old. I was her cheerleading sponsor at WW Samuel High School, my first year teaching. I want to say now, I'm sorry. I apologize for any <laughs> any cursing. <laughs> and thank you uh, for doing this for me. So that's why I'm excited because I, I've kept up with you. That's the one joy of social media is I have been able to keep up with my students online. So this is going to be a weird conversation because she's still, she's still Daisha. She's, and I still miss Cass, but at the same time, she's a grown woman. 
Yeah. So I have her and her husband, Joe Washington, on the show. Welcome, Joe. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I brought them on the show today because I have watched them develop and um, create a platform for their relationship, The Wash Way. They are influencers online. And listen, I'm impressed. They have 121,000 followers on TikTok. And about 15 on Instagram. You have a YouTube channel too. And I haven't gone to YouTube. I'm like, listen, I, it's enough for me to keep up on Instagram. <laughs> so I wanted you to come on and discuss your relationship and share what it's like to be influencers. So um, before we get started, let's get a little bit of background. Let's catch up a little bit, see what you've been doing. So give the listeners a little background on what you do, who you are. I guess okay. Daisy can go first. Great. Well, thank you, first of all, for um, inviting us for this. We really appreciate it and super excited. And actually, you, you've been knowing me since, I believe it was like my sophomore year, the end of my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. So that was probably since I was 16. Listen. So yep. that's two more extra years. You're telling years. my age now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes, everyone, I'm Daisha. Um... Wow. So I've been in the healthcare field for a really long time. And then I finally transitioned into education. And um, that's probably been for the last five years. I love okay, Joe, now I'm meeting you for the first time. So tell me about yourself. Right. Okay. <laughs> so um, I am a military brat. I've been in many places. Mm -hmm. uh, I claim North Carolina because I've, I've been claim I've been there the longest. Mm -hmm. uh, Graduated from Fayetteville State, HBCU. Um, I love I love basketball, I love sports, I love my wife. <laughs> um, I guess I mean overall, like with me, as far as my background goes, I mean I, you know, I've just been I've never been stationary in one place. So I've I've been exposed to so many different things. Uh, I currently um, work for the Department of Veteran Affairs. Um, I've been with them overall for twelve years. Mm -hmm. um, my parents are both veterans. Uh, father is army, mother is army as well. Both retired, mm -hmm. um, and you know I have a soft spot in my heart for veterans, so that's why I, I, uh, you know, am there now. So okay, so I guess now I want to know how did you guys meet? I've gotten pieces of it online a little bit, but tell everybody how did you tell us your love story? How did you guys meet and get to know each other? Yeah. You okay, I'll go. Well, you go, because it really, go ahead, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so my my best friend, um, he, he had already moved out here, and at the time, he was in Plano. Mm -hmm. um, and during my birthday, uh, which was uh, 2016, yeah, 2016, 2016 mm -hmm. uh, I was like, let me, you know, do something a little different. So I, you know, I had said I, I would, uh, you know, pay a visit to Fred in Texas, just to kind of check out the scenery and see, you know, what it's like out here in Dallas. Um, so I made a trip out here that weekend of my birthday. Um, and we we was kind of trying to decide on what we were going to do for the weekend. And I believe that Friday night, my best friend's wife has suggested <laughs> us to go to a club called Park Avenue. Oh, I remember Park Avenue. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Park Avenue. So, um, so we decided to go there. We ventured out there that evening, and um, you know, I walked in. You know, 
as you so I, the way the club is set up you walk in and then it's like the little bar area to the right and then you got the dance floor to the left so as soon as i walk in at the time they should you know already stood out she had short blonde hair and i as soon as i looked over there like caddy corner to the left i was like damn Oh my god. So I didn't think I didn't think much of it at first. So I was like, so we, you know, we walked around the club for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe about the second or third time when we made a round, I kind of I got to the point where I was literally probably like this close to her when mm-hmm. we walked by her and her friend. And I could notice, you know how you could notice somebody looking at you when you mm-hmm. when you're not at, looking so at all funny. from your peripheral. Yeah. I could tell she, she had this little neck movement. You know how when you see somebody and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she, look, she, to this day, she doesn't recall that, yeah, but I, I, I remember it. Like, <laughs> um, and then at the time, you know, when we were, you know, in passing, I saw another gentleman that was kind of in her area. And I assumed that was her boyfriend or somebody she was dating at the time. And he looked like a younger guy. So I didn't want to be disrespectful, but my my friend Fred Fred was like, man, you know, she is checking you out. She is digging you, man. So I was like, you know what? Let me just try to seize the opportunity and see how far I can get. Mm-hmm. So I walked up to her and just, you know, basically was like, you know, no disrespect. You know, I, well, I asked her if this guy was, was her boyfriend or anything. And um, I was just like, no disrespect. Um, you know, I wanted to, you know, know if you were single, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And then, um, you know, after that, man, we just, we, the chemistry was there, like just mm-hmm. organic. And then we went to the back where it was a little more quieter and conversed for the rest of the night. And it transitioned on outside of the club, talking outside. And I think after that, how long we, we were in there? Yeah, I mean, we talked for a few minutes outside and then um, we end up meeting up the next day. We went like to Buffalo Wild Wings, Buffalo Wild Wings. and I paid. Yep, okay. <laughs> and um, after that, we talked in a car. His flight to go back to North Carolina, and during that conversation, you know, that's when he told me um, he lived in North Carolina, and I was like, "What? No way!" You know, so that my heart just sank. Like, oh no! But like I said, the chemistry was just there, and then um, we hung out the next day just talking and he flew out you know just a couple hours later and like literally we haven't talked stopped talking since and just so we were long distance for about eight months I think about eight months and we kind of went back and forth you know like I would go to North Carolina he would come to Dallas so we did that for a few months and then he was um able to get his job transferred out here. It was just like everything just aligned. It was just really crazy. Everything mm-hmm. really aligned. And yeah, so he ended up moving out here like that November, like November 2016. <laughs> like that. She locked me in. <laughs> I guess my question is, how did you know that, okay, this is the girl and I'm going to move? And how did you know? Like what, what in the relationship or what was it about each other that made you say this is going to be worth the long distance? Right. I, I think with me, it was just the instant chemistry for me. You know, sometimes it takes a, a bit of time when you're trying to, uh, you know, develop a relationship with someone, with someone to kind of see, you mm-hmm. know, how, how how things are going to pan out throughout mm-hmm. that 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 transition. But like with her, it was like instant. Like we, you know, we had things in common. Like we connected on 
other levels, like when we had our conversation when I first met her. And then just just knowing her throughout that those eight months doing that long distance, like just how genuine her heart is and mm-hmm. how selfless she is. Like, um, you know, she she cares about o- others before herself and just some of the other things she did. Like with me, it was, I always say when she brought up bringing uh, one to get my mom some flowers, like, and at the time she didn't know my mom. Mm-hmm. Knew nothing about my mom. She just brought up the idea and I was like, I've never had a woman even. It was for her birthday. Yeah, it was for, mm-hmm. was it birthday or Mother's Day? That's a good question. It might. It probably was her birthday, but um, just even that, man, just um, that just made me just fall in love with her, and that just just solidified things. You know what I mean? So it it wasn't even a question for me to move out here and and uh, live in the D. I love it. So when you came down, were there any? Um, once y'all were in the same city, were there any adjustments? Like, okay, now he's here. This is different. Now I see him every day or now I see her every day. Did you have to make any adjustments to being in person? If so, what were they? Well, there wasn't any uh, adjustments only because throughout our long distance, um, we were, you know, commuting back and forth to see Mm -hmm. each other in between. Mm -hmm. We had already had that, you know. um, I mean, yeah, like, I give like, it was like an easy transition. And I think like for me, just to kind of, uh, go back to your question about like what was it for me like um because I had been in a long distance situation before and it mm-hmm. was like really bad and so like you know that immediately had my guard up but with him when I expressed that to him like is it was just like he just wanted to make sure that I knew you know that he was really serious about pursuing mm-hmm. me courting me and uh oh, okay he accepted my baby you know and so it was just like and like it was every move every all his actions just really just like show like you know that he was really serious you know and uh it was just I mean it just everything just really aligned perfectly and uh, one of the big things that really kept our relationship afloat was like communication like we talked so often we probably talked more than couples that lived in the same city like I'm talking about like on our lunch breaks, you know, we constantly videoing, you know, we did little kids stuff where you fall, nowadays the kids fall asleep on FaceTime. <laughs> like that's, you know, we yeah, were doing good. stuff like that, you know, so the transition was like, really, it was, it was more so like a pinch myself. Like, is this real? Like we are actually in this, it was so exciting, you know, like for both of us, cause you know, neither one of us had been engaged or married before. So, I mean, although these were our new normal, it was different, but it was like exciting. And the transition was actually um, easy. Like it really was. Okay. So when did you say, I'm ready to get married? And tell me about the proposal. What happened? Ooh. Um, <laughs> what was that? Uh, had y'all talked about it before? Had y'all talked about marriage or what? We, we had... I think we had a conversation about it a couple times, but it wasn't a very yeah, like uh, it wasn't extensive I, conversation. Yeah, it was just kind of like you know, would you want to be married one day type mm-hmm. of thing. And for me, like I wasn't never that type of person that was like, oh, I can't wait to get married. You know, like my mom. You know, she had been married like a couple times, and 
I think I had only growing up had only been around mm-hmm. um, maybe one married couple, you, you know, so it wasn't like it was something that I just had dreamed of and had been thinking about since I was like a young child or whatever. So when Joseph and I met, um, to be honest, he was like the first um, guy that I had dated that even made me think about marriage. Like, mm. wow, I, I could see myself, you know, being married, you know, and so we, we had brief conversations about it. We, yeah, we did not, but like you said, like nothing extensive. Okay. Yeah, everything, everything just happened organically. Yeah, it was, yeah, really. And like with me, like, okay. And then as far as your question with the proposal, so, <laughs> so I, I had like throughout the, I think first couple of years or so, she had been saying what type of like engagement ring she would want this and that. And, you know, I, put that in my memory bank, just kind of locked it in, you know, throughout that time she mentioned it. Um, and then <laughs> I think maybe like, I think I'm trying to remember when I actually went to the uh, the jeweler to get a customized ring. I think it may have been, cause I proposed to her on our birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 2017, 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it may have been like six months. Cause you know, it's a process when they customize the ring the way you want it. So I was I was actually nervous going into the jewelry shop, um, not not because I was reluctant or anything, but it's just the thought of you, you know, preparing to propose to the woman of your life, the love of your life. You know what I mean? Aww. It was like it was a little overwhelming at first, but so I I got I, I built up enough courage going there and um you know tell her what she want, you know, pear shape, you know, engagement ring, you know, uh with uh, Rose Gold Incorporated. And I kind of let them kind of freestyle it the way, you know, they felt, it, you know, they would want it to look. And um, and it came out perfect. I sent it to my friends in North Carolina, told them, hey man, I'm, I'm about I'm to do this. Up. <laughs> so then like, um, you know, we had, I had prepared uh, at that time uh, to set up the, the proposal um, to Daisha. So I was reaching out to her friends, her closest friends, her her relatives. And then I think that a couple of weeks prior to me proposing, I got blessings from her dad. Mm, I think when, I we, when I got, when I got, it was funny because when I got the blessing, she was with me. And at the time Trinity was in volleyball camp, I had to go in the restroom and <laughs> call him to get his blessing. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> It is. So, and then to te- to 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 bring up the 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 moment that I did propose, so I uh, I told her to, to prepare to get ready for her her big day um, birthday weekend birthday weekend. So that uh, I think it was what was that early afternoon. I blindfolded her, mm-hmm. and uh, she was already like like why is he, he so wait to interject just real quick he um i actually had found the receipt to the ring um a few months maybe like what's it maybe like a couple three maybe three months mm-hmm. prior and i was like oh my gosh this man <laughs> proposed to me and my wife is already nosy so her, so her antennas must have been kicking in and she opened it up and just so I, but I, so I knew that it was come, but I didn't know when. When, okay, okay. 
So she had the blindfold on and she was she was she was even nervous with me putting the blindfold yeah, on and I'm she was like, like oh Lord, what's about to what's about to go down? What's about to transfer? Are you about to take me to a a, a basement or something? Yes, like that, those those be my thoughts. I'm yeah. like, you about to go kill me. Because her her thinking be like way over I the top, so like crazy. Left field. It's so funny. But um I drove her to this spot uh, at the time that was called the Eberhard. Mm -hmm. It was like I forgot, I don't, I'm not sure what it's called now, but um drove up there and uh took her out of the car and uh slowly escorted her in and of course i was texting people you know prior to getting there to make sure everybody was you know situated in an order before she got there mm -hmm. so we walked in and like it was just complete silence when we walked in so that for her probably made it even more awkward <laughs> so we walked in i unblindfolded her and then it was like a big surprise uh -huh. All my friend, close friends and family. His mom had even flew in because you know his parents live out of state. So his mom had. I didn't even know. My yeah, mom his mom even surprised him. Um, she flew in from Ohio, literally just for the proposal. She left that evening. Oh, that's um, good. My grandma and them, because I'm originally from Midland, Texas, which is about four or five hours from here. So my uh, grandma and my aunts from Midland came. I had. Um, a really close friend in Louisiana that came, my brothers, my sister. I mean, it was just amazing. So when I opened my eyes and I just seen everybody all lined up, Marvita was even there. Oh, okay. That's my other chill friend. Yeah. So, um, it, and I just immediately, I'm such, I'm such a sensitive person, you know, I'm like, oh, I cry. So five seconds. Uh, yeah, like instantly, I just boo-hoo and I love it. And I think I think initially she just thought it was like a birthday yeah. celebration. And then like throughout that that time, uh, I think it was maybe a little after it was I was there for a couple of minutes. Yeah, for a like, few minutes. So like she sat minutes. down. Um and then I think one of her friends, William, started uh Will started uh, initiating a happy birthday song for everybody mm -hmm. singing. Mm -hmm. And um I was like, uh close your eyes and make a wish. Oh, like why? She's Hold like, on. Why? Okay, like, why? fellas, I need y'all to pay attention. Get some, <laughs> get some of these tips. <laughs> yes. And I was like, close your eyes, close your eyes. Yeah, and, I was, oh and then, gosh. and she couldn't even close her eyes all the way, so I just went on ahead and got and you down. Was like, one. You, you said stand up. You yeah, my hand. yeah, I, yeah. I told her to stand up. I got down on one knee, grabbed her hand, and she. About to, she breaking down again yes. before I could even pull the I, ring. Out. I really wish I could redo the engagement because I cried so no, much. That's good. All my videos, pictures is just I'm just in tears, messed up my make. I mean, I just cried so much. Mm. I love it. I <laughs> love it. Also, uh, gave uh, Trinity a um, a Pandora uh, bracelet. A Pandora bracelet. Gave as her well. a little speech. You, you know, know, asked for her hand. Mm -hmm. I love so, it. You know, basically accepting her. I had to accept her as well. So I love her just as much as I love my wife. And mm -hmm. she was she's emotional too. So yes. she crying. I'm I'm crying. She that when when Trinity started crying, that's when I, I, I broke down. Like <laughs> all that big ball in my throat started kicking in. And, Your eyes start sweating. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it was, I love yeah. it. So how long have y'all been married now? What it's two years? Two years, two years. Two years. You mentioned earlier. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying that our our second year anniversary just passed. Okay. March 16th. Yeah. I love I love it. Newlyweds, y'all still newlyweds. Yeah. That's good. 
you had mentioned speaking of newlyweds and you mentioned that you didn't see you know uh, a lot of married couples when you were younger nation so do you guys have any mentors or other couples that you lean on for support honestly yeah. we we have um we have a couple of uh people that we um you know we you know not necessarily reach out to but we build relationships with uh that are married um we have through social media yeah or through th social mm -hmm. media um that are also influencers mm -hmm. um, okay. but we don't have currently we don't have anybody like if we're going through something mm -hmm. to, um you know couples that we can like yeah i mean we i mean we have a we have because last year we went on a um camping oh, trip yeah. with yeah, we did. like three mm -hmm. other married couples so i mean we you know we know couple you know some married couples and actually um my cousin uh my younger cousin her and we're real close with her and her now fiance and they're actually about 10 years younger than us oh, but we're yeah. like really close for so y'all are mentors basically <laughs> yeah Maybe. I, guess, I guess i guess <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah it's a cycle it's a cycle yeah but i guess we could just transition into the social media and influencing um you guys have like it's they're actually very funny short videos on tiktok but i mainly watch them on instagram because i just got tiktok like a month ago so i'm like i'm not getting another <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> but one of my friends, she sends me apps all the time. So I can't remember what happened. I was like, just go ahead and download the app. <laughs> so, but most of the time I see your videos on Instagram. Um, and so the, I guess the show, I guess, is based on your relationship. What inspires you all to do that? I would think that would be real. Like I'm me, I'd be like, I ain't putting it out there. I might be mad at him one day. <laughs> no, it's very real. That's, that's a great question because like he is the creative, he's the creative director. He <laughs> is the he is the the star of the show. I'm 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 gonna be in the she background. Said. Like it really be a struggle to get me to do a video. Like really? yeah, and then like if we're doing a be like he come, I'm telling he so. He forgot to mention earlier, he out, he has a very artistic side of him. He's like, he does graphic design. Um, he's real tech savvy. Mm -hmm. So he do like social media, like that's his thing. And so he'll come home and it's like a certain smirk that he give me. <laughs> and you know, I and gotta I'm make like, a video. <laughs> he's like, so I got a video idea. I was like, oh Lord, what? I say, I always say, give me the, the memo part. Give me the part with the least amount of words or something. Right. <laughs> but it's she wants no dialogue in, no, in, seriously, in first the, of all, the video at all. I just, just it takes me forever to get a to, to get my line down. And then like when we are doing a video, it may take literally a couple hours because I'll be like, all right, you make me mad now. I'm just gonna sleep. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. What made you want to do it in, in even in the beginning? What's it? What was it that said? What was your inspiration? Uh, well, it started out just, you know, one, you know, we had said we wanted to build a platform for couples. Mm -hmm. uh, and like when, um, you know, TikTok and stuff started to kind of boom, you know, we decided mm -hmm. to do something fun, mm -hmm. um, incorporate things that may uh, relate to couples and married couples or anyone that even single people um, and just 
you know, make it entertaining and, and cause, you know, people go through things and may need to laugh mm-hmm. here and there. Um, and we eventually do want to transition into, we got to do better with the YouTube because um, yeah. we do want to do a podcast that's like relationship driven, but we also want to incorporate fun topics and stuff like that too. But I mean, I don't know, like, and you know, with me, I've always, I grew up, um, uh, not necessarily want to be an actor, but I've always had a um, mm-hmm. appreciation for the art. So, mm-hmm. like, if I was if I was an actor in my former life, I wouldn't be surprised because, like, <laughs> I can, like I can like sit here and read uh, a dialogue from a, a scene from a movie and probably memorize it in probably like yeah, an hour. Okay. Yeah. So I got a couple videos I did, but um, yeah, I mean, and I figured, hey, why not try to get my wife involved and. And you know, I think, make it fun, but you know, like she said, it's a challenge, man. Trying to, get her to I gotta nudge her a few times. And before. we and we actually started off with, um, so like our social oh. media started like with just Instagram. Mm-hmm. We just kind of start sharing like inspirational quotes, and then we just kind of start sharing like our pictures. So it like went from like just relationship, you know, quotes, you know, relating to relationships, life. And then we just started incorporating our pictures and then it just kind of slowly turned Video. into videos. Mm. And from there, we just kind of, you know, people start following us and, and it was like, okay, well, maybe we should start doing YouTube videos. And like he said, we that's something we definitely got to get better at. We're super inconsistent, but we've made a lot of little fun little videos. We had people reach out to us um, on social media asking us for advice. No, this Yes, this one lady had reached out to me and I actually thought it was like some type of scam or something. But <laughs> she was just she was like, pers- she was persistent. Yeah, because she was just like, can I can I talk to you? Or no, she was like, can I call you or something? I was like, huh? Talk, you know, hi, hi, you know, because it was literally like, can I call you or something? And so um I had reached out to Joseph. I was like, babe, this lady was like, can she call me? And so I, the lady was man, she was just like, I'm I, I don't want to live no more. I just, I want to, um, I just need somebody to talk to. And I was like, oh. him, he was like, baby, probably you need to. So I ended up, I was like, well, you can video me, you know? And so we ended up videoing and she was like in tears and she was just going through. She had just come out of like a 20, like this was an older lady. She had just come out of like a 20 year marriage. And so she was dating a guy. And, and so we was like on the phone for like, a couple hours. Oh, and, wow. Yes. And she was just like, thank you for answering my DM. I know it was super weird, but you know, I've been following you guys and I just, you know, you guys seem so genuine. I just needed someone to talk to and like you helped save because I was literally about to take this bottle of pills. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, it was that. I was like, oh, wow. And we've had uh, a couple people come to us in person you know and um just like oh my gosh we follow y'all and we love y'all and it's so crazy so we just kind of blew up and then tiktok came around and that's when he really been able to show his artistic side listen them tiktok videos (laughs) my goodness they so funny you know i try to do a little research even though i know my guests i still try to research and come up with questions and stuff and so I, i was doing it this weekend and then i I'm old, so I forget. And I was like, well, let me go back and refresh. So even before I got on the call, 
today I was like, let me go back and look up and make sure I'm focused and ready. And Daisha has this dog trophy. <laughs> my son, look, my son. <laughs> Listen, trophy needs his own page. Oh, and he does. Oh, oh Lord. Okay. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I mean, they're all funny, but again, they should steal my students. So it's like some stuff I'm like, I don't want to see that because to me, she's still 18. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this one video when the busted channels was going. Oh, I was like, okay, yeah. I don't want to see this one. But it started. And right when I was going to cut it off, you walked in with a bottle of pills and that ice pack and that knee brace and I hollered because I felt that in my spirit I was like I'm telling you in that video and that that blew up yeah that's what I was like oh they went viral so what is it like you know what was that like going by other than like the stalking type stuff right. <laughs> what else how does it make you feel especially with Joseph you seem to be the extrovert and Daisha is the introvert so what is that like well, I'm more, I'm, I'll say the extrovert, I'm a more of an ambivert. So okay. I don't mind being to myself. Like, I get it. But I love being around people and, yeah, you know, doing that, such, interacting. He's a, he's a host when it comes to our house, get home gatherings. Mm -hmm. um, so as far as going, I mean, you know, it's I never really good. thought about that. It's, it, it is cool, man, to see like your videos, your content getting out there to like yeah. so many different platform other platforms and followers and people that are not your followers and then to get the, the good feedback mm -hmm. from the videos man it, it feels it feels good. Yeah, it's, good it's it's me i think it's i think it's pretty neat and it's i mean um we've had like people reach out to us wanting to um you know wanting us to promote some stuff for them want us to uh wanting to send us things so like we get free things and oh that's um, good it's and it's it's pretty cool too um we get a lot of people that say like that we like inspire them give them hope you know um mm -hmm. like when we got married you know we were both in our 30s and we never neither one of us has been married before so like people who are our age in our age group you know they're just like wow you guys give us hope you know that i can have a you know a good marriage one day or you know things like that, so it's it's pretty neat to go viral. And I, I mean, them their them notifications be going insane. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, and my baby, and it's so funny because my daughter, you know, she's real big on social media, and so like <clears throat> her friends are sending me messages <laughs> on our Instagram or or texting me, Mama, did you see that y'all on such and such? I'm like, oh my god. So, and, but. <laughs> And so it's neat, but for me, it'd be sometimes embarrassing. Like, like even with, with the busted thing, like it was, it was fun. But when people tell me like that they watched it, I'll be like, oh, oh my God. God. True story though, like true story. She actually came up with the idea for that content. Oh, so, with my knee. Yeah, with the with like, my knee. Cause my knee really, in between. like it was real life. My knee really be hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I said, man, that'd be because we had already seen different little renditions so we was just like that'd be kind of neat so that was that funny because i was like listen once you get past 40 i felt it 
I was like, he got the knee brace, the ice pack, and the, the pills for the inflammation. I was like, that's real. <laughs> so, um, is, do you guys ever have any conflict around the videos? If so, how do y'all manage that? How do y'all talk through it and say, well, I, well, I want to do this, but it seems like Daisha seems to be the one that's like, no. <laughs> so how yeah, do y'all no. work through them? No. So, I, you know, I pretty much come up with the ideas and like, if she don't want to do it, you know, I get frustrated. She don't want to do it. But if, you know, I got to respect her decision mm -hmm. in not doing something, just, you know, yeah, so like, something else. Yeah, like with me, even with, like, I'm, I'm telling like, I'm really like shy. I feel like I'm really shy. I have become shy, mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess. But like, you know, like intimate type stuff or mm -hmm. like certain video. Cause like, it'd be like a lot of couples that like talk about like sex mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't want, you know, like that yeah. makes me super uncomfortable. Um, and even like we had did, um, what's the, it was like the red light special. Oh, yeah. The, with the, with the, the one type of light, what are they called? Yeah, so it was like a, the infrared light or something. Yeah, so it started out with 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 no silhouette, and then like the oh yeah, the silhouette challenge. Yeah. This, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So that yeah. kind of that kind of made me like a little uncomfortable. Like I didn't want to do it at first, but you know it was it was tasteful. So, but I it's still I was just like uh. So every time like where he be wanting to you know do certain things, I'm just like no, babe. You know, <laughs> like a, a movie role, a, a scene he want to play out that maybe, you know, not necessarily like explicit, like it don't be like nothing like that. Just anything that like relates to like intimacy or sex. Like I just be like, no, no way. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. Hey man, I get it. So he, you know, he'd be like, come on, babe. Like, you know, he'd give me a little speech, but he, he just, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. So we just <laughs> work through it. And like with Joseph, it's so funny because, you know, we've been knowing each other. We've been together now for five years. And uh, even with my mom, like that's like, this her, this her son. Like you would think she birthed him. And with him being in our lives for five years now, like maybe like a few months ago, just out the blue, my mom was like, Joseph, you were so laid back. It was so random, but that's like he Joseph is like really laid back. So any type of like conflict really don't. I mean, you know, they be disagreements and stuff like that. But he's like a really like chill type person, really like a calm to my storm. Like seriously, like so anytime we may like have a disagreement or anything like that, like it's like he it's okay, you know, like mm -hmm. it's not nothing major. And he, you know, he just like. Okay, babe, you know, he gets those feelings real fast. So I love it. it makes it easier for me to even they even make me sometimes be like, okay, babe, I'll, you know, make me kind of fall for more because he don't really just that strategy. I guess. <laughs> That's funny. I will say another one that I noticed was, and I did laugh at this one. And it was like how I feel when I win a fight with my wife. Oh, oh yeah. like sleep, but then as the camera pads out, he's on the pool table. I was like, "That's probably about true." <laughs> like, I didn't, you I didn't even get really weird. She said the pool table. That was, <laughs> you make me that was funny. So I, I'm with you. They seem again. I don't because I'm on Instagram, so I don't see them all. And then I'm just being the teacher. I'm like, 
let me limit <laughs> you know what i'm saying but it's for me from what i've seen they're always tasteful so yeah, i just like they they're funny yeah, yeah they are. so they're i'm cool. like i love it but you're also you guys mentioned that you're developing a podcast would that be different from what you're doing so what do you want to focus on what's your strategy with that um so we you know off and on we talked about it I've even come up with a, a logo already, but um, and I've also consulted with a friend of mine who's been in the podcast industry for a few years and actually is doing quite well for himself in it. Um, but I think with us, our goal is just, you know, just we want to be transparent, but we do mm-hmm. want to have, you know, be fun too. We want to be like serious all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. like that. Um, but like, you know, just anything relating to relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be relationship related mm-hmm. i mean it could just be a maybe a trending topic that mm-hmm. we could just talk about our, mm-hmm. our feedback our input um and then if you know down the line maybe also interviewing aspiring couple couples whether they're married or or not married mm-hmm. um you know just you know you know there's so many avenues we can take with it um but we haven't really said like what yeah. type of uh template we want to have yeah because we've had we've had so many people you know like ask us about it you know because when we do have um because we did a few um settings like this where we're being interviewed and we have people watch it and we um and people like always just like asking us for advice and we've had a few people just ask us like you know about a podcast and whatnot and so you know we did say um you know, of course, I mean, because we wanted to match our personalities and we mm-hmm. both were fun, down to earth mm-hmm. type people, you know. So <clears throat> pretty much what Joseph said, you know, maybe eventually like just interview different people um, that want to, that are, that is looking to be married one day and mm-hmm. things, you know, like, and like I tell Joseph all the time, like, because really and truly when it comes to relationships, you know, a lot of time you're going the woman is going to be more ready than the man, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think for Joseph, you know, he has a, um, a perspective, you know, or advice that he can give for, for me and like how, how he came to be ready, you know, for that big life changing type of thing, you know, because there's a lot of males that's in their thirties who, you know, they may say that they're ready to be married, but then like their actions may show different, you know? So I tell Joseph all the time like that, I think that's an area that he would be really good in, like to, to help men, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, man, how can, you know, what, what helped you? Like, how did you get to this point to where you was ready to settle <clears throat> down and actually commit and, um, and be a good husband, you know? And, and I think uh, what makes it so easy for Joseph is just, he's just like a really a genuine person. Like he has an amazing relationship with his mother and dad, you know? So I think that plays a role with just how he is as, you know, as a husband or whatnot. But yeah, so I just think just, I think our podcast would um, definitely be geared towards, you know, to um, aspiring couples, um, life, you know, um, just life situations. Cause like with our Instagram, like I said, we, we post a lot of stuff that's related to life and relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, definitely want to integrate that into our, our podcast. 
Okay, so I'm gonna cheat a little bit and let the people get a little preview because one of the questions I was gonna ask was give some words of wisdom to new couples. So this is your opportunity. What advice would you give Daisha to young women who are wanting to be married? And Joseph, what advice would you give to men who they think they want to get married, but they're not quite ready yet? So shoot your shot. <laughs> I think, oh goodness. I think for um for women who, you know, want to eventually be married, allow yourself to be loved, you know? Listen, you know, you preaching today, come on now. <laughs> allow, allow yourself to be loved, no, seriously, because like, you know, I have been in situations and I had always said, I'm not gonna give up on love, you know? Like, cause I know if it's some heart wrenching situations where they like, you know, I don't want to ever date again in life. But for me, I was just like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to give up on love. And so even when Joseph, when Joseph came around and he told me he lived 1000 miles away, I, you know, again, my heart just sank, but just his energy and the connection and just how he made me feel, you know, I allowed myself to, you know, accept <clears throat> and receive that from him, in which in turn was like one of the biggest blessings of my life, you know, and so I allowed myself to let him love me, you know, so I just give that advice to people because I think for women, you know, we, we, um, we have allowed past hurt to just um, block us or have that wall up. So let the wall stay, let the wall down, allow you, you know, if, if a guy um, is showing you all the right things, just, you know, allow him to, you know, love you, allow, you know, open your heart and just receive it. Also just be mindful of, of don't stay in situations that it's obvious that it's not working out, you know, cause I think with women we're super forgiving and we let stuff slide and they've showed us 50 million red flags, you know, but we, you know, a lot of women just so desperate to like be in relationships or be loved that they just accept any and everything. So, you know, you can't have, when is, how are, how are, um, how are you going to let the right one come along or receive the right one if you keep accepting this joker that is showing you all the wrong things? So when guys is showing you all the wrong things, baby, let that go. You're going to be all right, you know. God and brought you out of many things before, so He'll let you, you know, get over that. So just pay attention to the red flags, mm -hmm. let that move along, and then allow yourself to be loved. Open yourself, you know. Just that's my advice. I love it. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right, Joseph, your turn. So for me, um, <laughs> I think I think it just depends on the individual as far as a man goes. I mean, because you know. There's some that are late bloomers. Some some find love early, earlier, earlier on in life. Um, but I think just you know, just looking at me and my situation, like it's something that you have to just like you desire anything else. You have to desire wanting to be settled down with someone at some point. Like you know, you know, all men are gonna have that point where they're out there in them streets, <laughs> having a good time. But you know the. You know, at some point you 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 self-reflect and like, man, like it's time for me to settle down. So I, I think what's important is to really, for one, know what you want in a woman. You know what I mean? Like, and then from there, like me, I would say just let things happen organically. Um, and it's it's inevitable for that woman of your life to come in, in your life. Um, 
you know, and especially once you know what you want and then you have self-love for yourself as well. Mm -hmm. um, and you know that, you know, everything that you thought was out there, you know, at the time you were having a good time is not necessarily what you need. Because mm -hmm. I mean, if you if, if you're out here with with a, a handful of women and they all have different types of personalities, if 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 you truly desire a woman with all five of these personalities, God God is gonna give you the woman that has everything incorporated in that one woman. But you have again, you have to desire, it, you know. And that, that was what with me, I was at a point in my life where I wasn't looking for nothing, but I knew that I did want to settle down and 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 get married at some point. So mm -hmm. it just so happens, you know. I met Daisha when I, you know, in a whole nother state. We didn't expect that and met her in a club didn't expect that right um and that's another uh, yes. uh misconception that you can't find love in a club and we're we're a living testament that hey you can find it anywhere no really. seriously you can find it in a cemetery somebody, <laughs> hey it's you never know god can use anybody and anything <laughs> i love that so I have one more question and then we'll do a little fun questions like who's more and then we'll wrap up. Um, what has marriage taught you about yourself? And I stole that question from Black Love. I watched it all the time. I, I love that show. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a good question. So I'm, I stole it. So with me, um, <laughs> and I'm still working on this, uh, even after two years of marriage, I think marriage is still teaching me to swallow my pride as as a husband um you know men men we can tend to be you know pride you know very prideful and you know want to always you know even when it comes to disagreements like you know instead of just trying to get the last word in or whatever the case may be just you know just accepting you know what your wife is is providing you not you know because your wife is not telling you things to bash you or bring you down it's more to help you and you know elevate you even even though the the dynamic of the conversation at the time may not be what you're expecting but um you know just i'm just learning to just swallow my pride because there are times you know i may get in my feelings if my wife gives me some kind of criticism constructive criticism and i got to do better with knowing that she's only there to better me yeah, it's coming from a place of love. She's just there to better me as a, a individual and as a husband. So, um, yeah, that's that's mm, me. What has marriage? The question was, what has marriage taught us, right? Mm. What has marriage taught you about yourself? Ooh, <laughs> what has marriage taught me about myself? I ain't answering that. She's <laughs> that I'm very. Um, Patient. That's what it taught me about myself. I'm very patient. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, no. Okay, let me be serious. Let me be serious. No, because again, I just kind of go back to what I said. So, like with Joseph, just the type of person he is, he's a, a person that's very easy to love. Um, he's such a you know such a good good man. So he's just. He's taught me just being married has just taught me like allowing him to be the man, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I am used to just being rah-rah, being, you know, just rough, you know? 
So he's just taught me like, it's okay to, you know, to, to be a lady in a sense, to let him lead, you know, because um, I hadn't, I hadn't experienced nothing like this before. So, you know, it was new for me and just with, you know, seeing my mom and her relationships and seeing things that I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't tolerate or wouldn't accept, you know, he just has just made, has just made it easy for me, you know, and um, it's made me like a, like I mentioned earlier, like a calm to my storm, like I'm not so easy to snap or go off, you know, like I'm just, he's, he's made me a much patient person, you know, a much calmer person, you know, um, again, you know, marriage wasn't something that I had dreamed of, like I wasn't a little kid thinking of my marriage or one, you know, so, you know, he just, <clears throat> has made me just appreciate love and marriage and life you know it's a blessing to have a life partner um he's my best friend you know and so he's just really been um a calm to my storm you know he's like I say just made me much more calmer much more laid back you know um more patient you know so okay really, I love it you, know, you can kind of fall back a little bit because you yeah, know you got you I, I, I get that yeah yes, I like it oh okay that's a great lead up to my wrap-up questions because the first <laughs> question is it's kind of a little game like who is more so the first question I had and I just came up with this who is more patient <laughs> I am I don't know it might it might kind of be Time, <laughs> but I think I got her maybe just a little bit. Yeah, because he, I mean, like I said, that's his personality. Yeah, who is the best dresser? Me, it's the wife. Listen, <laughs> if y'all go to their page, I, too, I, mean, I, mean, I was gonna say, if you go to their page, y'all listen, they both be fly. <laughs> We be trying to coordinate sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I, I give her credit, she. Like she'll be trying to give me fashion ideas. Now yeah. I'll oppose some of them, but she <laughs> she's elevated my. She made me step up my game. I'm still trying to elevate it because I'm like he's so tall and slim. I mean, I I be sending them these pictures of these like men models, you know, men that are models and they in they suits and stuff. I'm like, yeah, baby, go ahead. You need to put your neck. She want me in a suit so bad. So bad. He do not want to wear no suit. Uh, <laughs> who is more organized? Neither. <laughs> hey, now now one of it work. Now I say this though. Now it's weird, but like when I'm at work, I'm mm -hmm. like somewhat what organized. But like here, man, so. because you're organized at work. So when you I come guess. home, it's like I listen. I don't right. want to do nothing. I'm done, I'm done enough organizing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do it. Yeah. Who is more adventurous? <laughs> definitely me i'm i'm skydive before i did that for my it was supposed to be for my 30th birthday but i ended up doing it when i was 31 jumped off cliffs jumped off cliffs i'm still injured i jumped off <laughs> back in um december when we went to mexico mm -hmm. and i'm still hurting Dang, she, <laughs> yes. be doing, she be doing white people stuff man. <laughs> I'm so, I am so adventurous. Like I love, like we're about to go swimming and I'm so excited. Like I'm ready to jump. In the Listen, pool. I said I was going to uh, 
skydive for my 50th, but I mean indoor skydiving. I'm not jumping out of nobody. No, I wouldn't do that too because that looks pretty neat. That's about as adventurous as I get. I'm proud of you. Yes, and it's so funny. So during our wedding, we got married in Jamaica. And so we went on, I'm not sure the type of boat it was, but he took us so far out. Mm -hmm. And so Joseph, you would think, you know, he's so, he's 6'2", he, you know, slim that he would just be this, I mean, like he's a, he loved basketball. He played basketball, but you would just think he was just super adventurous. Man, he's petrified of water. Like, (laughs) oh, I was clenching up. I was locking up. My hands was locked on to everything. funny but i like love water like because we got married on the beach like each year i like we celebrated this year in puerto rico on the beach like that's i'm just a beach like i want to retire on the beach (laughs) he like what if we get you know a hurricane you know i I can't swim i got maybe meet in the middle and retire on the lake (laughs) <laughs> right, yeah. So I'm a little more subtle. He might. He's still scared. <laughs> so like, I, I'm not scared of the water, but just knowing that I can't swim, and if something were to happen where I may have to swim to to survive, then yeah. What's funny is to my listeners, I'm taping this in the summer, but by the time this drops, summer might be over. <laughs> One of my 50th activities was because you know I do it. I'm a big birthday person, so I try to do celebrate the whole month. So it's 50th, so I'm trying to do something every month. So I was like, I called my line sister, let's take swimming lessons. And she was like, okay, do we signed up for well, I tried to. I hit the Y up. It's like two weeks. I'm like, we're gonna do this. I'm finna buy my swim camp. She said, Oh, we're winding down. Summer's almost over. I said, That's the Lord telling me. I don't oh, know. Right. <laughs> That's funny. You gotta call someone else, Miss Cat. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I do wanna learn though, because one of our, our goals, because we will go like, because we've I've gone to Jamaica before, I've gone to Dominican Republic for a wedding. So I, what I do is take pictures in the water. Like oh, I, yeah, of course. But I would like to actually at least go to the edge and then come back. Right. Just enough if the boat crashes, I can float. But right, I'm right. like, I'm with him on that. Like, I love the water. I'm not it's like, pretty. It is right. beautiful water. <laughs> I'm yeah. <laughs> Who's the best cook? <laughs> so okay, so so like now she ready for this now because okay. when I do cook, when he does cook, me too. Like it's like heaven in your mouth because I I know how to conjure up some stuff and <laughs> make it. It's, it tastes like a gourmet chef cooked it, but like okay. I think she's the better cook, though. I mean, you know, okay. and that's I think because okay, so with us, that's another thing um, that we both just kind of, you know, connected on because like neither one of us are like big cooks. Like, mm-hmm. but one one of the things that he um, does a lot though, like he's real quick to cook some breakfast, like some pancakes, you know, some bacon, some eggs, you know, yeah. he really quick to cook some breakfast. Now with me, you know. <laughs> Oh Lord, God bless him. God, <laughs> God really like perfectly made, you know, made this man perfectly for me because he just accepts just all my good and bad. I'm not the best, you know, and I don't cook a lot, but when I do, when I do, <laughs> <laughs> he 
if I'm not burning up something, <laughs> I'm like, how did I burn the, the rose? <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture of my first effort at making mashed potatoes. All I'm going to say is don't judge me. <laughs> That's all I got to say, don't judge me. But you know what? I think yes. I'm making good mashed potatoes. Oh, I'm great. proud of you because yeah. I... <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm trying to say it to you today. <laughs> it's been trial and error. It has been trial. <laughs> look, look, I, look that, I will not make that my day job. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, who has the better sense of humor? Ooh, yeah. mm. So, like, I'll say me, but she, she although she says she's shy, she, especially when she with Trinity, they be cutting up. And then with she with her closest friends, her mm -hmm. her sense of humor comes out. But okay, but I think, yeah, overall, but I think yeah, overall, you got the better system. Because like last night we went uh, we went to dinner with um, one of his with, with his team with the mm -hmm. manager, and uh, man, they acted a fool. They, I mean, oh, one so, of them was trying to roast me, and I, it, it is, it I was said so, I'm gonna get you back later on, and I yeah, I was, they were it was so I was tagging him. Yeah. <laughs> pulling them out the hat just bam, bam, bam. Yeah. oh lord okay who said i love you first i think i did yeah okay all right mm -hmm. who is more forgiving me yeah <laughs> he really is it's crazy he really he is really and i be i be hot sometimes too i be no, and i'm telling <laughs> you like with joseph he's please excuse the our yard man is here well, um, <laughs> like with Joseph, say for instance, I upset him or something. And so with my husband, he's like the more sensitive one. And mm -hmm. so like takes things more to heart. But like say for instance, if I upset him or something, um, or maybe he upset me, but he, like he don't like to see me upset. So he would apologize. Like mm -hmm. that's him. Like that's his personality. And I'm just like. Mm -hmm. He's so sweet. And like if he get upset or something or if he's bothered, like he'll go like go take a walk or so. It's like the cutest little thing. And I'm like, if you don't get your butt back in this house. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Somebody can hurt you. Get here. <laughs> Last question. Who is more likely to help the other hide the body? <laughs> Some go to, to help the other hide the body. You. Oh my my wife, she she ride or die. So <laughs> if something went down, she she already she got, you. Mm. Yeah, I got you. Oh, I love it. Okay, we're gonna wrap up here. Um, so again, typically I ask all my questions, all my guests the same question. So I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna do the same for y'all. And you can answer individually or together. What do you guys do for self-care? So for me, um, I like to like get my nails done, pedicures. Um, what else do I like to do? I just like to relax. I lo oh, another, yes. So with me, <clears throat> and I think just cause I grew up in this era, but like I love nineties R&B. Girl, like, listen. I can vibe out all like to mess <laughs> Like I could be on the couch or in my room like that that will help me clean up or if I'm just chilling, have me a nice little cocktail and I'm just vibing like that's, <laughs> that's 
my thing, listening mm-hmm. to 90s music, just vibing. It could just make me think of my childhood and just mm-hmm. growing up. So I definitely think that's like a form of self-care for me, you know, in addition to like get my nails and feed mm-hmm. them. 90s R&B is goat. Takes me back to college. I was in college. Yes, yes. <laughs> definitely the goat. Like, I love it. They never lose with 90s R&B. Never. <laughs> Always win. Yes. All right, Joe. So for me, uh, you know, music. I'm a music head. Yes. Um, like me and Trent, like we'd be talking about music and recite lyrics and shit. Like they should know music, but when it comes to like remembering lyrics and yeah. stuff. Nah. That's how they connect with music <laughs> and sneakers. Mm-hmm. Um, working out. Yeah. Uh, that's like an outlet for me because, man, my job is can be chaotic. Like this week was crazy. I get and, it. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, just spending time with my family, my wife, we like to binge, like sometimes, like take a day and watch movies or mm-hmm. binge on a series on Netflix mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and then I have like audio affirmations and audio books that I, re- I read. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So last question. If you wrote a book, what would be the title and what would it be about? Mm, That's a good one. Oh. Down down the road to Park Avenue. (laughs) (laughs) Get it? We met in Park Avenue. Park Avenue. Oh, it would be, excuse me. It would be card. It would be called Cardinal Love. Oh yeah, Cardinal. Because love. like the Cardinal Bird, like that's um that was something that was really significant in our relationship. Like we just was just cardinals. Just all of a sudden they just start appearing out of nowhere. Just randomly, it was just so weird. And we was actually going to get a cardinal. We're still going tattoo. to a Cardinal Love tattoo. But like it'll be it'll be called cardinal love and they'll just be talking about just like love, you know? Let's just how I mentioned earlier, allowing yourself to be loved, to be loved again, you know, overcoming heartbreak or bad breakups or bad relationships and just like, you know, just talking about love, how love can will find you again, like if that's something that you desire. Showing oh. people it's possible to succeed in a long distance relationship. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people get discouraged by long distance yes. when they hear that. It's it is a challenge now, but right. you know, communication is the yes. key to, to having yeah. a successful long If y'all are both on the same page, like if y'all have the so same end goal or you know, desire the same thing, like it could definitely work. People be having too many excuses, you know what I'm saying? And with all them excuses, that must mean like, you know, you really that's not really what you trying want or something, some you know, trying reason. to find a way out type of thing. So Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Listen, the student has taught the teacher. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for doing this. Thank you so much. Uh, it was very interesting. I learned a lot. I just, I've, I've enjoyed it every season because I typically do a single girls podcast. Wow. Women in the 40s and 50s who are single with no kids, because that's me. So I, I try to give us a, a platform, but I need for people to know I don't hate love. So I right. always have a married couple. So I chose you guys this time because I was like, who could I get? And I saw that you guys were going to work on the podcast. I was like, well, maybe they want to come on and talk about that a little bit. So, um, and, you know, share with the world what you were planning to do. And so I'm wishing you all 
continued success. And thank you all for letting me watch the ride. And then one day I could say, I knew her when she was in high school. I, I right. You know, like I know famous people. <laughs> so <laughs> I appreciate it. Again, tell people where they can find and follow you. Well, you can find us on IG at The Washway. That's T-H-E-W-A-S-H-W-A-Y. Um, our YouTube, which we're still working on, is also The Washway at The Washway. Um, y'all make sure y'all go subscribe to our channel. Yes. TikTok is also The Washway, and we are also on Twitter, uh, The Washway as well. well all platforms. All, pretty much all <laughs> platforms, yeah. I love that. So y'all make sure y'all go and follow them so y'all can get the information when the podcast drops so y'all can subscribe and listen and get all this good information and this good knowledge and wisdom, you know, just because you're younger doesn't mean you don't have good wisdom and insight and I have learned a lot. So we learn from each other. So thank y'all again and have a good day. All thank right. you so much, Ms. That's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Remember, follow me on social media. You can find me on Facebook at Everybody's Homegirl or Instagram at Everybody's Homegirl 11. You can also visit my website at www.everybody'shomegirl.com or shoot me an email and let me know what you think of the show. You can send your emails to homegirlpod at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe, share with a friend, or give me a five-star rating. As a matter of fact, text a couple of friends right now and share this episode with them. Remember, thanks and have a great day.